Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Julius Fair's Moving Markets podcast. It's Monday, the 9th of October, and my name is Helen Freer. On today's show, I'll be talking about the latest market news with Lucia Chachulovic, including the shocking news from the Middle East and the implications that this has. And then I'll be speaking to Marcus Wachter, who's from our technical analysis team, and I'll be asking him for his latest thoughts on the markets. But first up is Lucia. Good morning, Lucia. Good morning, Helen. Now, let's start uh, with a recap of events on Friday. U.S. stocks posted a stunning turnaround on Friday after initially falling on the stronger than expected jobs report. All three major stock indices ended the day higher. What more can you tell us about this, Lucia? Well, it seems that it is quite unclear why there was such an intraday reversal. The Dow Jones, for example, had fallen as much as 270 points and then surged by more than 400 points at the height of the rally. Some think it was the softer wage number in the jobs report that caused investors to rethink their earlier bearish stance, but others think that the pullback in yields from the day's high could be the reason for the rally in stocks. And then, you know, part of the rally might just have to do with the fact that stocks had become extremely oversold. So you see, Helen, there were quite a few factors at play. Yes. And you just mentioned yields there. Global bonds sold off for a fifth straight week, correct? Yes, they did. With the unexpected surge in hiring leading traders to price in a roughly 50-50 chance of a rate hike by December, yields on 10-year and 30-year treasuries climbed to highs last seen in 2007 on Friday before settling back somewhat. The US bond market is closed today for Columbus Day, so investors will have to wait until tomorrow for an update on interest rates. Okay, now we also have to talk about the news from the Middle East, where a surprise attack by Hamas in Israel has really shocked the world. It also has implications on safe haven currencies and oil, right? Yeah, that's right, Helen. So the US dollar climbed against everything except the yen and the franc, and gold was up too. These moves underline the likelihood that the conflict will add to the recent deterioration in market sentiment. Oil jumped more than 5% after the surprise attack threatened to destabilize the Middle East, which, as you know, is home to several top suppliers of crude, fuel and energy to global consumers. One of the key points here will be whether there will be a wider fallout between the US and the Iran after they have tried to improve their relationship in recent months. Okay, so we'll definitely have to keep an eye on the developments there. Um, Turning now to Asia, China's Golden Week holiday has come to an end. Investors have been waiting to see what economic impact the holidays would have. Are there any numbers available yet? Yeah, well, tourism revenue surged year on year, but was only slightly above its pre-COVID level. And this is suggesting that the relatively muted consumer sentiment continues to weigh on the country's economic growth. Domestic tourism revenue reached 750 billion yuan over the eight-day holiday period, which is around 100 billion US dollar. And this is an increase of 1.5% from the comparable level in 2019. Overall, though, the holiday activity data is mixed, with some likely to be below market expectations, and this will add pressure on policymakers to be more aggressive with stimulus. Our research analysts note that the overall Chinese market still lacks positive domestic data to boost its momentum and could therefore be dominated by global factors such as US rates or the situation in the Middle East. 
So shares in mainland China fell today while Hong Kong was closed in the morning due to a typhoon and South Korean and Japanese markets are shut for a holiday today. Okay, um, and let's look ahead to today and also this week. What's coming up, Lucia? So stock futures are mostly lower early this morning as events in the Middle East are hitting an already fragile market. As you know, the market is already struggling with inflation and surging interest rates. Now, the economic calendar for today is very light, but the highlights this week will be the Fed minutes on Wednesday, as well as U.S. inflation figures out on Thursday, which will be watched closely to see if the underlying slowdown in price pressures continues. We will also get Chinese inflation and trade data on Friday. Also on Friday, the corporate channel reopens with the release of earnings figures. As usual, the big U.S. banks will be the first to report before the reporting widens next week. And just quickly on the political front in the U.S., the election of the House Speaker is planned for this Thursday. Excellent. Thank you very much, Lucia, for a good roundup of the news to start off the week with. Thanks for having me, Helen. Now, Marcus, welcome back to the podcast and good morning. Good morning, Helen. Let's start with equities, Marcus, and the S&P 500. So it's been declining and getting close to major support levels. And I think you said last week that it looks oversold at these levels. What do you make of the latest charts and where do you think the index will go from here? It has been looking quite oversold in terms of the advanced decline line we show that showed an oversold reading similar to March 23 or October 22. Uh, and then last Friday, we saw this rebound you mentioned earlier and uh, with a 1.18% uh, rise. And that basically confirmed the support at uh, 4,180, 4,230 for the S&P 500, which is also where the 40-week moving average uh, comes in. Uh, basically, this is a good sign for the S&P, and we have seen uh, outperformance uh, towards most uh, key asset classes uh, recently. The uptrend is still intact above the 40-week uh, moving average, and with that, uh, we basically remain uh, bullish, but it would need a broad-based uh, market rally to confirm the new highs. And on the other side, uh, now we see a bit more risk in the market. Also, uh, we would need to watch the support levels, uh, which should not be broken um, at uh, 4,180. Okay. Now, we also have to talk about yields. So after the jobs report that came out in the US on Friday, which was much stronger than expected, um, as we already heard from Lucia, bond yields rose even higher. So when does this stop, Marcus? Where do you think yields are going to peak? Oh, that's a good question. We cannot say exactly yeah. when the yields are going to peak. Uh, we are seeing a, a really strong or like a really steep uh, rise in uh, US Treasury yields. And uh, the 10-year U.S. Treasury yields has been breaking above the 4.34% level. Uh, now we have been uh, breaking above uh, 4.75. And uh, basically, uh, the next resistance has come in at 5% and 5.3%. Uh, uh, we are basically seeing now levels that we have last seen in 2007, and uh, so uh, we are back into a um, into a regime where basically the the yield is not as low as it has been in the past uh, years. 
And in commodities, we're seeing everything going down at the minute, apart from oil. What do you make of this? Yeah, we had a quite of a divergent uh, divergence recently. So the overall commodities index has been showing two mo- uh, 12 months lows, and uh, Brent crude oil has been well, coming close to 12 months highs. So um, in history, this has not usually happened uh, at the same time. So the broad commodities were, uh, or oil was following the broad commodities. So um, that's, that hinted a correction, and we have actually seen that last week by oil trading down, also trading down below the support at 87. Um, now, uh, with the current situation, it will be very interesting to see in which or where we're going to stay or where we're going to find uh, the the price with the oil because uh, we have seen a 5% rise uh, with these tensions in the Middle East now, mm-hmm. which brings it back up above the $87 support level. Okay, thanks very much, Marcus. Interesting to get an update from your side this morning. Thanks for having me, Helen. So that is all for today. Thank you again to my guests and thank you all for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to subscribe and please also leave us a review on whichever platform you like to listen on. We would love to hear your feedback. And do join us again tomorrow when I'll be back and talking to more of our colleagues about what is moving markets. Have a great start to the week, everyone, and bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.